Hey there. As per usual, welcome back to the Backroom Ballads, where we discuss interesting events in the NYPD during the 1900s, every Friday or Saturday, and even how that's affected life today. Today's story is a shorter one, but focuses on an experience with the past president, Dwight D. Eisenhower. Hope you enjoy it. Let's get right to it. During the Second World War, I was a teenager who read in the newspapers about General Dwight Eisenhower, who was the overall commander of the Allied forces that defeated Germany. After that, he was commander of NATO, but he crowned a marvelous life by becoming president of the United States of America. He was one of my all-time heroes, and always will be. My precinct in Queens had been informed by the headquarters that we could expect a heavy train of uniformed cops into Manhattan, where the president was to make his last campaign stop speak to a large group of supporters at the Waldorf Astoria Hotel. We were briefed every day about what was expected of every man. Immaculate uniform, spit-shine shoes, spotless equipment, new white gloves, and cleanly shaven faces. The NYPD sure knew how to throw a welcome for a celebrity. When the day for the president's arrival came, along with thousands of other uniformed men, I looked spiffy and ready to see my hero. Over a bullhorn, we all heard an assistant chief describe our assignment and what was expected. You will be lined up in close order on both sides of the street, facing the buildings, with your backs to the roadway. You are to keep your eyes on the rooftops for anything that looks suspicious. Anyone who looks at the president will get a formal complaint, and I promise, if you disobey this order, you will receive severe punishment from me. I repeat, keep your eyes on the buildings, do not look at the president. Once he is in the hotel, you will be given an at-ease command, but you must stay exactly where you are until the president has gone. His entourage is longer than usual, so be ready for a busy day. Then the bullhorn was silent, I could hear two-way radios telling the progress of the president's limo as it came from the airport. Ten minutes later, the bullhorn screamed, Attention! Presidential motorcade is ten seconds away. All eyes forward. My uniform was almost new, so they had put me on the sidewalk near the hotel entrance, facing away from the route the president would take into the building. I heard the car stop and verbal orders between the civil service men guarding him. Kept my eyes straight ahead as ordered and suddenly I knew he was right behind me. My hero was there behind me. I couldn't even look at him. I realized at the moment that some things are worth the price you must pay. I had to see him. It was worth a formal complaint, or even a cruel and unusual punishment. So I turned my head, and at that second, our eyes met. His eyes sparkled. His face was ruddy. A few whips of his hair on his balding head blew softly in the breeze. I simply could not hold back. After all, he was smiling at me. So I smiled back, and he seized the moment by grabbing my gloved hand and shaking it as he asked in a deep voice he had, What's your name, son? I gulped out, George, Mr. President. Then he smiled even more. Well, George, thanks for protecting me. Then the assistant chief was in between us, glaring at me and saying sharply, Officer, give me your memo book. I'm giving you a complaint. You were told not to turn your head, and you disobeyed. But the president understood what the assistant chief meant by this threat. My hero smiled at him, that million dollar smile of his, put his hand on the angry boss's shoulder and said, Chief, I'm sorry. Take full responsibility for George's behavior. I wanted to shake the hand of an officer, and he was closest to me. After all, the commander-in-chief has to have a few extra privileges. Don't you agree, Chief? As you wish, Mr. President. You outrank me. Then we all smiled, but before the President was rushed into the Waldorf Astoria Hotel by his Secret Service bodyguards, his hand squeezed my arm in a silent and secret gesture and told me the President of the United States of America had just saved me. That day and hour, those minutes and seconds, were the most fulfilling part of my life, 
along with a few others, it still is. For men of esteem in high places to remember the common man and to protect him with goodwill is a statement about the quality of some great men. Dwight David Eisenhower was a much-needed great man in the 20th century. I can still feel his hand pressing my arm in that silent and secret message. We hope you enjoyed this episode, Big Fix. Pretty interesting ballad on an experience with the 34th President of the United States. Remember, we have usually weekly episodes, ranging from just regular stories to sometimes just hanging out and talking. So be sure to check back next week with more from the Backroom Ballads, and thank you so much for listening.